welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? <laughs> um, I'm in the woo mood. Yeah, let's keep that going. Play the play the live track one more time. Yep. <laughs> one last hurrah. I mean, we talk about it. You got to listen to it. <laughs> and how are you, Lady J? I'm good. Yeah? This is a exceptionally bittersweet moment for me. <sighs> I've been trying really hard to like keep it together all day. <laughs> and now that the mics are on and we've begun, I don't know where I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Two and a half years. Two and a half years of our lives. This this has been quite the adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely has. I I I honestly, so I want to, what I want this episode to be more than anything is just, I want to peel back the curtain a little bit. I okay. want to talk about the, the, all of it, right? Okay. Our, our time over the last two and a half years. Um, mind you, I say two and a half. I don't, I guess it is technically two and a half. Right? Or is it be, more? I think it's actually more because we started recording this show mm-hmm. like about a month and a half before we ever released it oh okay yeah that's true and then so in that way it's like two years and like 10 months ish jesus christ yeah which listen it's been the most rewarding two years and 10 months of my life yeah when i when i want knew i wanted to do a podcast but I had no clue what it was going to be about mm-hmm. or why I would be doing a podcast or any of that. Um, it was just this random like thought that popped into my head. No one's doing a Seventh Heaven podcast. It's all available on Amazon Prime. So there's no like barrier to entry for yeah. it. And when I started thinking about doing a Seventh Heaven podcast, I honestly like you were the first and only person I thought of. I don't know why, really, because see, it's not yeah. like you're a big fan of the show or anything. It's, I never watched it. No, clearly. But I just I knew I knew in my heart that you were the person I wanted to do this with. Well, hopefully everybody else could agree. Well, I don't even <laughs> care because I'm just glad that you agreed. <laughs> I mean, I threw it out there like on a total whim. I don't yeah. even remember how I came to you with it. I can't remember. It was probably in a text because, you know. <laughs> you know, it probably was a text. Uh, to, yeah. Sorry, guys. There wasn't like, you know, she didn't have a ring ready. There's no roses. Yeah. It wasn't this momentous, amazing yeah, thing. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it went down. It was very random. Yeah. But like I said, there. I mean, if you had said no, yeah. I probably wouldn't have done this mm. because I don't know who else I could do this with. I mean, that, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on this point on this part i don't know who you were i don't know how you're gonna have a podcast on seventh heaven without me because i don't know anybody else that was gonna do it because it's seventh heaven right had it been a podcast about game of thrones which are there are thousands already right any of our friends oh, would yeah. have jumped in for oh, that 100 yeah. because they're all fucking opinionated that's right but seventh heaven <laughs> and be like, what why but see but that's but that's why i think 
not only are you special, but our relationship and our friendship is special because you dove into the deep end with me on this. Neither of us knew anything about podcasting coming into this. Neither of us knew anything about the show. I, I mean, know I knew nothing. vagaries enough about the show, but I didn't know the show. Yeah. And we just we just dove in, you know, and yeah. we I'm sure there was like it was a rocky start. You know, the sound quality wasn't great in those very first episodes. Mm-hmm until we got our footing and and then certainly like promotion was never a strong suit you know like yeah we're we're neither of us are like super social media savvy people um but that being said you took the ball and ran with it like midway through and just like owned our social media like you were all over it as much as i could because i didn't do twitter well, no, but I'm but I'm saying it's like that's one thing that like I don't bring to the table is like being on Instagram and posting and making a thing about everything. And I feel like you did that with such a plum, you know? <laughs> is that the right word? Um like, I like it, I'll take it. And you handled it and it was just like and I and I genuinely feel like again, I mean I've said this already, but it's like I you are the perfect partner for this show for me. Mm. Like I I'm so incredibly just grateful and um, like happy and glad yeah. that this happened to us over the last nearly three years Definitely. of our lives, you know? Uh, I mean, look, for me, it's, it's something different because one, I never thought I would podcast anything because <laughs> what do I have to say? Like literally, that's what I thought. What do I have to say? Who cares? Yeah. And I listen to podcasts all the time, but I will say this, um, the, the first reason on why I committed was when you asked me, I was about to say no only because like, I don't know how I feel about it. But then I said, how about you don't say no (laughs) and see what happens. And a lot of things happened. You learn to commit, you try to make your schedule work. You, um, you care about all the time that you're going to spend on this thing, let alone if you're going to give attention to something else. So it's in a weird way of discipline Mm -hmm. to, I mean, another great way to bond with a friend. Yeah. And it's like, why not? And everyone would ask me, how are you still doing this? Only because it is seventh heaven. (laughs) Yeah. Because no one really likes seventh heaven. I know the people that are listening. Thank you. Thank you that you're listening. But most people, well, a lot of our friends were never a fan. Right. So it's those friends that ask us, like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm having fun. Yeah. This is playtime. So I'm going to let that, I'm going to let that lead me to whatever it is. I hear people now when someone tells me that they're going to go into podcasting, my ear actually like, I'm like, oh, okay, how are you going to do it? Like now I want to know everybody else's stories. Granted, I'm taking all the stories from you because you're, you're, you're the muscle and you are, and you do it with flying colors, but still like, this is an experience for me that I don't think anything could erase it. I don't know. I learned a lot about myself in this in these three, I'm going to say three years, fuck two and a half, two uh, two years, years. I'm going to say three years. (laughs) I learned a lot about myself Yeah, in these three years. So yeah, the fact that I can actually measure it, that's interesting. (laughs) I don't know. It was, it was fun and fucking a seventh heaven. (laughs) 
my God. <laughs> but I had so much fun with you. and Me too. Because it's it's yeah. truly like you i mean you said it perfectly this is playtime yeah like, that's what it's always been i mean certainly there have been you know weeks or days or whatever where life gets crazy yeah. and it's like oh and i gotta do this thing and yeah. it, you know but it's but again like we always made the time for it we never faltered on no. it we we even doubled up on it like after our first season we yeah. were like fuck it we're gonna go hard we're gonna go two a week like yeah. we're gonna do it because you know like you said we made a commitment to each other and it was a real exercise in sticking with something and seeing it through yeah and I would have been heartbroken if we never if we if, let's if we, say, we just let it fall off yeah, midway through. Because look, w- you have no control over life and what may happen. Like, right. you know, anything could have happened in these three years that somehow could have set us back from continuing. But nothing did, thankfully. Right. But again, like, we still stuck to it. You, we didn't have to. Yeah. And we still stuck. Like, this was fun. Yeah. But why wouldn't you stick to something that's fun? Right. It was yeah. fun. It was there, fun. Like, I know that we had days that we were like, oh, I'm not feeling this episode. Like, and we were. Oh, and we said that on mic. Yeah, we said that on mic because some of them were really bad. <laughs> Sorry, not really. You listen. Uh, listen, we'll get into all that yeah. <laughs> later on. But again, like, I don't know. I learned a lot about myself and this was a fun experience, an amazing experience. I don't know. So I'm glad I explored that with you. Yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm lucky that I explored that with you. Yeah. Because I learned a lot from you and watching how you do things and how you schedule your time on how to make sure things got done. <laughs> Which, mind you, I only got really good at in this last six months. <laughs> like, just in the last six months, I've become, like, hyper-organized with my calendar and my yeah. days and everything because I've been juggling two podcasts and it's a whole thing and yeah. whatever. But, like... I don't know. And that's the other thing that I wanted to say, too, is like you called me the muscle, which I take as a compliment. And I appreciate that you say that. But I also just think like a lot of this stuff comes from this place from like it comes from me from this place of like, well, it's got to get done. And I know what it takes to get it done. Yeah. And. I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my, and to, in the interest of peeling back the curtain very early on, you and I realized, or more so me, I think realized like there's not going to be enough hours in the day to like edit this podcast. If I want to like edit it down or whatever, like if I'm trying to remove all the awkward silences and all the pauses and ums and whatever, well, if it's not going to happen. Yeah. If only you got paid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was important to, and I think it informed the way that we record the podcast because every thing that we say and do on this show is driven from the place of I don't want to have to edit it later. Yeah. So it's a very well-oiled machine, yeah. which in and of itself is also like, I think commendable, like everything that you guys hear on the show yeah. is in real time. Like if, if we said it, we said it in that order, mm-hmm. you know, the clips are playing as I play them. Like yeah. they're not dropped in later, all that stuff. Like it's all real time pretty much, uh-huh. which 
takes a considerable amount of preparation, yeah. I would say, but it also allows us when the mics are on and we start the episode to just let it flow and be whatever it's exactly. going to be and to not worry so hard about what that's going to look like yeah. or sound like rather. I mean, Lady J, end. who knows, one day you might be like receiving an award and you'd be like, that one time I did a <laughs> podcast with my friend in my place. Yeah, my I first think it's more run- like going to be you're receiving an award. For and- what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. A Michelin star. No, stop it. Stop it. James no, 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 no. Beard. That is, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that'd be the shit though, wouldn't it? No, I don't know about that. But I'm just saying like, whatever, man, whatever this leads to for you in this podcasting world, which I think you're probably going to soak your feet in more than maybe your whole body like i think you got up to like your knees <laughs> with this with just this one with just this one yeah and everything else is just gonna add to it but i like it's awesome because you can say i i know where i started from and you can yeah. truly see like the change in your progression when it comes to how you're getting things done well or but see but i mean you you give that to me but i say that for you too like Listen, we've, we toyed with the idea of continuing this on, right? Doing Secret Life of the American Teenager because yeah. it was the next Brenda Hampton show and like keep the good times rolling, whatever. But the truth is, is that both of us are ready to move on to other things. Yeah. And so for all the listeners out there, I'm looking at you, Cheryl. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it just isn't. We know we're not going to do it. And that's not to say that it'll never happen. Yeah, it doesn't mean that Lady J Listen, and T ten, won't get on the mic ever again. Ten years from now, who knows? Okay, yeah. <laughs> who knows what we'll be talking about? Anything's possible. That's right. That's right. But for now, this is the end of this partnership. Mm. And but but which I bring up only to say, like you know, be it on podcasting or whatever your next endeavor is, I think you can also say like you got soaked up to your knees here. You know what I mean? And then whatever you do after this for you, be it in a podcast format or whatever, wherever life takes you, like, you know, this is quote unquote where it all started. Yeah. You, know? you, you don't think I would come back to you for questions about, like, hey, how did you do this? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you mean I need a computer again? <laughs> right. And it's like and it's also like, you know, this this podcast has defined our 30s. Yeah. Like yeah. we started this thing when we turned 30 and it's only been a couple of years or whatever, but yeah. oh no, wait, am I wrong about that? We were 29. <laughs> well, going into our thirties, we were going into our thirties, but point being like, this is like a significant time in our lives yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. And to have been doing this along with that. Yeah. Like, I think that's really special and like important, you know, and significant in this way that like for if, if to no one else but us. Yeah. You know what I mean, I don't care what anybody thinks. Right. It's, it's my story. <laughs> it's it's it, these are my feelings. That's so. right. <laughs> uh, so. OK, so this is our series finale recap, whatever you want to call it. It's just going to be a nice blend of everything. Right. But because we did just finish season 11. Mm, let's get into it. We figure we owe it <laughs> to you guys to at least do a, like a quick recap, just the highlights. Oh, yes. <laughs> of season 11 okay. itself. Uh-huh. Um, so this is this. Obviously, we know this is the season that shouldn't have been, but was. Yep. Um, for that reason, it's obviously all over the place and a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Um, we start with Lucy's miscarriage. 
Ruthie's like in Scotland for the first like 10 episodes of the yeah. season or something. We basically like, we don't, don't see, see Ruthie. her. I read something online that said she was only in seven of the 22 episodes of the season. It? No. Doesn't that seem low? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sound right, I right? feel like we've seen her in more episodes I than feel that. like she was in at least 15 or something. Right? Maybe she wasn't in seven and then she was in 15. Mm. So maybe I misread the article or something. I don't know. Interesting. But... Lucy had a miscarriage with these in Scotland. We meet the replacements, which essentially yeah. like take over the season. Yeah. They get so many of the storylines. Um, Sandy and Martin, Sandy's dating. Martin's not happy. That did not need to happen. They almost got married until they decided that that was crazy. Okay. okay. Sandy started dating. Martin wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, Eric's dying, apparently, until he's not. Spoiler alert. You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. <laughs> yep. Um, we meet, we see Grandma Jenny one last time in oh, yeah. the promenade heaven, I guess. <laughs> Worst kind of heaven. Sorry. Ruthie's ready to have sex with T-Bone, but she'll settle for a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, anyway, she thinks she's ready to have sex with T-Bone, so she'll settle for a tattoo. She has her priorities straight. That's all I'm saying. I mean, then she goes crazy about her diamond being missing from her promise ring. (laughs) Seriously. Poor guy. And then Sandy ends up getting engaged to Dr. Guy. I'm going to just say Jonathan, Dr. Jonathan. I know. I don't know why I refuse to learn his name. It's Jonathan. (laughs) I just know his name is Jonathan, but Dr. Jonathan sounds awkward. Do we know his last name? (laughs) beats me other uh, than hey nick zano hey nick zano <laughs> um it just makes me want to say like nick zano like yeah his name is funny is he, he italian like a, i don't know he sounds like a character <laughs> like almost like on again and here is nick zano <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it sounds like a made-up name for like a tv host or something you know God, it has to be right <laughs> Um, T-Bone meets his dad who mm-hmm. he has a hard time believing is his dad but ultimately agrees that he wants to have a relationship with yeah um, what else happens Lucy and Kevin vacillate on whether or not they're going to move away to Crossroads yeah and he's going to be a sheriff and she's going to lead her own congregation in Crossroads and they're going to have a bebe she's prego whoop whoop <laughs> a bebe I wish we'd know like what it was is it twins again oh like that that could be fun like if we knew that that would have been fun but i ultimately just don't think it really matters you know true like it doesn't matter what it is just that they're having another one and it's exciting for them and then they all decide to get on an rv and leave yeah eric (laughs) and annie decide to pack up the kids because they are out of school well not out of school but basically they're homeschooled so it doesn't matter they can go anywhere yep i mean margaret what she ends up oh yeah she ends Margaret up going ends to school up with mac she's and they're with happy mac. in love yeah and she gets a scholarship yeah it sounds yeah. like she got a scholarship to go to school jane, which eric helps her get yes eric also helped jane yeah resolve her relationship with her mom because mm-hmm. it sounds like he essentially got her mom's boyfriend kicked back into jail for breaking parole yeah he was addicted to prescription drugs or something oh, apparently that's how it rolls that's how he rolls mm-hmm um and of course then he gets cured his heart shrinks again yeah so he's fine he's you know gertrude was hard at work that's right um so was stanley uh who else (laughs) and then of course the one thing that 
listen, if you take the season as a whole, like we just did, right? It's not great, but it's like, who cares? The one thing that is stuck in my craw that I'm never going to get over is that they fucking messed with us with Ruthie and Martin. Yes. (laughs) I I was waiting. I was looking into your eyes. I'm like, I hope she's saying what I hope she's saying. (laughs) Sure enough. Yep. Fucking Ruthie and Martin. It was so mean. All the will they or won't they over the last three years, three seasons, uh, like pulling us along, like with a carrot on a stick. Yeah. Thinking it could happen. Wondering if it will. Martin finally confesses her love for his love for her. And she says, nope, I'm in love with T-Bone. Peace out, Martin Brewer. <laughs> and the thing and all the kisses happened off screen, which I will yeah. never forgive Brenda Hampton for. <laughs> no, I hear you. No, because, <laughs> you know, I would have been fine if she picked T-Bone had I seen what happened between her yep. and... Martin. Martin. Yep. But I didn't. Totally. And so it's cheap. And it's mean. It's just this like question mark hanging in the air for it's the rest so of time. Mean. When they would <laughs> hug, I thought I saw chemistry. Yes. Okay. Let alone if these two were flirty on screen. Oof. Just give me the flirt. You didn't have to give me No, I wanted to see the kiss. I know. I needed I to know. see them making out. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear you. But like, give me some flirt. Not like, oh, she's hanging out with Martin and he's taking her to school. I'm like, why the fuck would he drive down from school to drop off this poor kid back in high school? Why? Why? That's no true. one would. That's true. And he has a kid on top of it. And he got a scholarship <laughs> for baseball. And he has practice. And he has to go play games. Get the fuck out of here. You're really not wrong. <laughs> I don't care how much the guy likes you. No. He won't do it. <laughs> because he can't he really can't yeah so it's just it's just bullshit like i wish i had that i wish i saw ruthie and martin and just like i'm sorry jane the virgin yeah that's happening you're Mm showing you know love triangle you have showed me her with michael her with Raphael. Perfect. Now I can decide if I like That's either or. Right. Yeah. Let the audience have a say yeah. in it. Give me that. Of, you know. Give me that. Yeah. It's true. It was a real demerit yeah. on the show. <laughs> One of millions, probably. That at the end of the day, we never really got to get some real closure, like satisfying closure yeah. for Ruthie and Martin. I will never forgive BH for that. Ever. It was so mean. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> God, really just the worst. The, the worst. <laughs> Girl, you know me at this point. You know where exactly I'm going. I mean, you know, we got to get good at this. After three years, you think. Um, so because this is sort of the, you know, it's the season or the series ending as well as there's just the season ending, um, a lot of the Amazon reviews for this season are sort of all encompassing, you know, they're not just about the season. It's more like, I love the show or I hate the show or what the fuck happened with this season on the show. Um, We're with you. There's a lot of standouts. So I want to read a few. So this is a um, one out of five star review. My favorite kind. Who gets it? (laughs) Um, 
We loved every minute of 10 seasons of this goofy, over-the-top, sugary sweet show, and the finale of season 10 was clearly meant to be the series finale. Most of the series regulars had departed, and the group of new orphans were tacked on in season 11, just because otherwise there would be no plot whatsoever. Notably, all the early characters, Jessica Biel, Barry Watson, etc., who had moved on at various times throughout the series, all returned for a heartwarming cameo in season 10 finale, yet were barely mentioned in season 11. Granted, one of the reasons we loved the show was that so many of the plot lines were pretty ridiculous, but season 11 went so far past the mark that it barely even made sense. We pushed through and watched the whole thing because, hey, you don't slog through an entire series just to give up halfway through the last season. You should have. <laughs> well, I mean, we sure did. Yeah. But if we ever sit down and watch again, we're just going to pretend that they didn't really make season 11 and skip it. We read a few articles online that season 10 really was intended to be the last season, and it's very clear that the final episode that year was meant to be the series finale. I don't know how they talked Stephen Collins, Catherine Hicks, and Beverly Mitchell into coming back for this pointless farce, but most importantly, I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. Great review. From uh, Jay Paplinski. Okay. Yeah, that's a... Re- <laughs> it was but great. Why? <laughs> but then, um, just as much as you have the people like Jay Paplinski, who clearly are on the right side of history and yeah. don't understand the show whatsoever. Oh, no. You have people that are just like into the show regardless, right? So there, this is a three out of five star review. How by, long ago? From February 2014. So not that long ago. Okay. Well after the show had ended. Okay. From Cat Rain. Enjoyed season 11 and the way you enjoy a visit with a friend you have been out of touch with for many years. The common elements in the history provide a comfort, but it quickly becomes clear that changes create a different and new relationship. Not negative, but the same level of commitment is felt. The end of season 10 with the drama around Simon's wedding and the ultimate reunion of the entire cast was a nice ending. Obvious it was intended to bring closure to a good long run. Maybe this is why season 11 seemed contrived and the cast, many new additions, did not possess the same rhythm that made the Camdens seem like a real family. The final episode seemed hurried and lacking. As a result, I won't be missing the Camdens. Yeah, you think? But that's a three out of five review. Yeah. That sounds, that should have been like a two out of five at most. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think the three is just like, I'll give it to them. Yeah. they. I held on for 10. So getting into the five star reviews... Why? Well, you'll find out. So there's one from Sarah, uh, five out of five, from March 18 of 2015. Seventh Heaven is classic. It's a breath of fresh air and a light to all troubles we all face in this world. I would recommend that every family should educate their teens on choices by watching Seventh Heaven. It teaches all about relationships and consequences. I also think Seventh Heaven would be enjoyed by adults alike. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're never invited. So what? Yeah, I said it. <laughs> sort of in the same vein, we have another five out of five star review from Tapia Perez. Tapia Perez, I'm, I don't know. I don't care what anybody has to say. This is one of a few good TV shows. I was sad to see it end. It has many beautiful episodes that I feel would be great reflection videos to show to teenagers. How many shows nowadays can you say that for? Definitely not for Teen Wolf, Walking Dead, Pretty Little Liars, or any of the new shows. I love it. 
You, you, I mean, she must be watching those other shows too, right? I mean, if she <laughs> if knows she they're knows. not good. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay, now here's one that I especially want to read to you because I wanted, I want to, I just want to read it, and then I want to hear, I want, I want to know what you're thinking as I'm reading. It. Oh no. Okay, five out of sty- five from Rambling Rosie. I really enjoyed this season, but it was not as good as previous ones. I felt they left some questions unanswered and never brought the older children back to help tie up loose ends. And in the final episode, how in the world were all those people going to fit in the RV? But all those minor faults are just mostly my Pollyanna Pollyanna desire for happy endings and everything explained. That's not real life. Things just don't get tied up with a ribbon and everyone rides into the sunset to a happily ever after. All in all, things were left just the way life is, with unanswered questions and hopes and dreams and varied possibilities. A delightful family story dealing with real-life problems and solutions. I don't know about real-life problems (laughs) and solutions, but... It definitely got tied up in a neat little ribbon, though. Yeah, it did. 100%. I don't know what she's thinking that it didn't. It definitely did. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Wait, she didn't... Huh? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed watching every season and every episode. I really got addicted to it. Couldn't wait to get from work to watch. What? (laughs) Get home from work to watch. I was disappointed in the last episode. I wanted more. Did not expect it to end like that. I keep going back to see if I missed something. Thanks for the good old-fashioned clean stuff. That's from Lady Bo. (laughs) Okay, and then here's one that... This is just so far out of left field. Five out of five from Neil W. Eric and Lucy in the game. May 25th, 2014. Eric and Lucy are cute little hoppers and Happy the Dog will be at the RNC for 2016, picking up a lot of blue votes for selling that WMD. Huh? (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't even understand this. It's crazy. Are we sure someone wasn't just... Ha- no. I don't know, man. We love the show. It had normal family problems when we had normal families. They were There were no vampires or bloody killings. It even had the word God mentioned in it. <laughs> oh, no. And finally... Excellent. Great job to all of the Seventh Heaven crew. Your work is a blessing to this country in depicting a minister and his family in the realities of modern life. Thank you. Bravo. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> but see, this is the thing, though. As I was reading the reviews for the show, um, that was the common theme was like people loving it because... It was a certain kind of show that had been lacking in the TV landscape or whatever, you yeah. know? Look, I mean, look, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm like making fun or whatever, but it's just, it's, it's ridiculous only because it is seventh heaven. Right. But there is, I guess, I guess I can say maybe I can love this show only because of this experience of what I had with you. There is no way or yeah. no chance in hell that I would have watched this show because I already would have by now, right? There's no chance in hell that I would have watched it then when it was on and thought that this was great television. 
I, I just can't imagine. Because there's nothing to grab you. Like, the more I watch the show, the more I watch it, as we've watched it, right, yeah. over the last three years, like, I'm... I. Especially in the beginning, I kept trying to put myself in my 10-year-old shoes yeah. of watching the show. And maybe as a 10-year-old, you know, there's characters to relate to. Like, you're on the same level as Lucy and yeah. Simon and stuff. And they're going through, like, teen drama, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as the show got later on in the seasons and everybody got older and half the cast left and everything, like, who is this show for? Do you know... I, I don't know. Is it for 20s? For 20 year olds? Fuck no. Like they're saying for family. I'm like, but what entire family is sitting down and no. watching? No. No 20 year olds. Like, like so if you keep pace with, Lu- with Lucy, right? So yeah. say you're 13 when the show starts. 10 years later, you're in your 20s like Lucy is. No person in their in their mid, early 20s, just fresh out of college, yeah. world is your oyster, is sitting down on Monday nights at 8 o'clock with their parents watching Southern like when it comes to family drama or family television i feel like now i well maybe i haven't been i haven't been watching tv all that much like as of late but um but i will of course say not, you've been too busy watching this show yeah right <laughs> um but let's talk about like the the, the this is us and the parenthood mm-hmm. of the shows mm-hmm. right the reason why we gravitate that to that shit so easily one their sincerity Yes. That's all it is. It's not contrived. Exactly. And this is the only reason why I know when I like, when I was younger to have watched this show, I know I couldn't do it because I couldn't it wasn't believable to me and it's why I never did it. Interesting. It's it's weird for me to even say that, but so I know that's saying wh- as a 10-year-old it wasn't believable to you even then. No. I get that. It's weird. Like I just, you know, I, and but I was see, more of a sitcom person. I'll admit that much. That's the too. difference. I think. I think when we were kids, yeah, we were more gravitated to like the thirty-minute comedy, yes, scene, yeah. With few exceptions, obviously. Like I was into Gilmore Girls at the at that age because Gilmore Girls was a contemporary of the show. Essentially, they yeah. started at the same time, ended around the same time. Well, maybe maybe they started slightly later and ended around the same time or whatever. Like I was majorly into Gilmore Girls. I loved Gilmore Girls, and and, and it's but it's the same kind of a show, right? Like in the in the in the fabric of it, right? It's it's like yeah. Sleepy Town, slice of life. You know, there's no action or drama or whatever. But I felt like the you're right. There wasn't drama, not relatable. In the sense of like, because you've never lived that life. Sure. You I've never been in Connecticut in a small town. Yeah. Or live in that life of that you even live in a small town. Right. Do you get Where what I'm saying? Everybody knows your name and yeah. your history and all that crap. But the thing is, there is sincerity between the mother and daughter dynamic. True. That I believe, that True. conflict I believe between when it when it's Lorelai and her mother or Lorelai or and, and Rory. Rory. Like, yeah. I believed it. True. Because like, there, there is something more compelling to that yeah. than random like my best friend got pregnant because she had sex premarital yeah. or whatever. And that show is quirky in the best sense. Like, that, you know, you're saying you're saying all the right things. It's quirky and it's but it, and it's lovable. But with Seventh Heaven, 
you're selling this to me as a family show or a family drama. I'm not exactly sure really what it falls under. I think there was I think it was sold as a family drama. Okay. Which because back then anything that was more than 30 minutes was considered a drama or whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Even if it was funny. Then it's too soft. It's the best way to put it. It's too soft. Yeah. No, and I think you nailed it. Like why we I think first of all, maybe it's a little I don't want to say like, I don't want to advocate for Seventh Heaven because who cares? But, yeah. like, I also just want to advocate for, like, the landscape of television or whatever mm-hmm. as it's changed over the last 10 years. Yeah. Because when Seventh Heaven was happening, you know, it, television was a different animal. It was a different beast. Mm-hmm. Like, people watched it differently. People expected different things from it yeah. than we do now. Now television is all about like veritas it's all about like yeah. is it real am i am i attracted to the story can i relate to it is it yeah. gonna k- get me in the gut am i gonna cry like yeah. is, is it gonna is it gonna make me reflect on the worst aspects of myself and make me confront them that's what we want from television now true you know i don't know that we really wanted or knew we could get that from television true just 10 years ago you know what i mean i feel like maybe maybe Let alone 20 years ago when the show started maybe seventh heaven was the actual death of like what a family drama should be maybe, maybe. like maybe it was like that was the last straw and then and then like, television just started to get better <laughs> well at least when it comes to family drama stuff sure i mean is there even a family drama i mean you named them parenthood this is us i feel like well, those ABC, are the only ones. brothers and sisters okay was that, that a contemporary of this what when was that show happening um, you know honestly i can't remember i don't I remember know. if it was at the end of high school or like couple of years already into college okay. like i can't remember okay but i know people loving brother and brothers and sisters which is the same creator i believe as parenthood if i'm not mistaken really I, it- I believe so don't no. quote me on that i just know that a lot of people did love that once upon a time yeah that was a good one that was um, sally field right yeah and calista flockhart am huh? i confusing that i don't think she was on that i don't i feel like i'm mixing things no up too i don't now. i don't think that was her I don't know. Maybe it was. Who cares? Oh, Calissa Flockhart. This Allie is not McBeal. the brothers and sisters show. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. When it comes to family drama, like, again, when things get wrapped up in a pretty bow, I... Yeah, it's just, it's it's not what we want out of television. Yeah, anymore. I just, I can't fall for it. Like, when it's too cheesy. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I like Disney. That shit is cheesy. <laughs> It's cheesy, but they are really great at marketing at like getting at my heartstrings because somehow whether they hit it with a beautiful note in their music or they deliver that one line or when the parents inevitably die. Yeah, (laughs) they know how to get it. They just know they just know how to get me to feel or to take me where they need to take me. But with Seventh Heaven. Hmm. Like things were funny at times. Some stories weren't bad. Not to say that every story was bad because that's wrong. I can't say that every single. Certainly there were good episodes. But as a whole, no, this isn't one of my favorites. Like it's not a favorite. Yeah. But it was fun to explore. But again, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely not a favorite. So the other thing that struck me as I was doing like a Google search of just seventh heaven in preparation for this. So are you aware of common sense media? No. Do you know what that is? No. So I bet if you saw the symbol, you'd know what it is. Probably. So you see it a lot like 
on like ratings and review sites. Like I'm pretty sure it's on Rotten Tomatoes even. Like okay. you'll get the tomato rating or whatever. Yeah. And then there's a common sense media. It's yeah, usually yeah, yeah. like a green check mark. Or yes. Something. Okay. Okay. So I for the first time in my life I actually went to their website. Oh. And it's fucking bonkers because what they do on that website, which this is the only show I've been to on this website, so it's my only evidence, but I'm assuming this is their model, that they get reviews from adults and children. Okay. Like children can leave reviews as well. And when you leave a rating or leave a review rather, you put, you include the age range that you believe the show is for. Or the content is for. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was really, like, taken aback. So there was one review from a 12-year-old kid who said that this show is for the 18-plus crowd and said, this show is not for kids. There is a lot of sex, and it is not good for little kids to watch. There is also some drinking and smoking. Seriously, don't let kids watch this. Whoa. Yeah. This is coming from a 12-year-old. Okay. Back in 2012, even. Which is not even that long ago. It's not that long ago. Yeah. A 12-year-old in 2012 is far cry from a 12-year-old in 1997. You know what I mean? So, and then there was a 16-year-old, though, who didn't put an age rating on it, but said... Like, totally the best show ever. I love the show. It's a great drama comedy show for families to watch together. It's about how life is with seven kids growing up and the things they, the kids and parents, go through. It is funny moments, sad moments, suspicious moments, and everything in between. The Camden family consists of the parents and their seven kids. The show is now in its ninth season and reruns from three to nine are currently airing on ABC Family. I really think that Seventh Heaven is a great family show. That's coming from a 16-year-old in 2008. Okay. I'm sure your world looks different now. Yeah. So that 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 disparity was shocking to me that a 12-year-old in 2012 who's grown up in the internet age yeah. in the beginning of, you know, maybe not the beginning of TV renaissance, but certainly in 2012, we were definitely in the renaissance of television, you know? Yeah. Is looking at Seventh Heaven and going, this ain't for me. Yeah, it's very interesting. Right? And then a 16-year-old in 08 is like, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What? That was, yeah, that that made me really, like, Maybe I was question just... it. Like, I was like, wait, are we wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, because it makes you wonder, are we wrong or are we just, like, harsh critics? But, like... But I almost say bullshit on that right. because like I fall trope to like, you know, telenovelas, Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like once upon a time, I loved Arrow. I haven't watched an episode of theirs in a while now. Once upon a time, it was fun. Was it, is it one of the best like, you know, superhero like shows? Maybe, maybe not. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. There's so many of them out yeah. there. But see, I want to go back to that Jane the Virgin comment, though, because the thing I love about Jane the Virgin is, yes, ostensibly, it's a telenovela. Yeah. So you're either into that or you're not. But what I think sets it apart and I think makes it palatable for masses at large and just Dang. a good show, period, is because it's self-aware, yeah. like you said. 
it's completely it's in the writing of the show yeah. the show knows that it's a telenovela it yes purposely plays into those tropes yeah. and it pokes fun at them uh-huh. and and it and it also sort of puts them on its side a little bit because it's so self-aware. It knows how to like tweak them and, you know, whatever. And I think in that way, that's what makes it a good show. If Seventh Heaven was a show that was almost like tongue-in-cheek farcical about like a minister and his wife and seven kids and trying to be good and not have sex before marriage and blah, 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 maybe there would be something to that that would be like – intriguing or interesting but the but even jane the virgin man they did a great job on jane doesn't want to have sex before marriage right and religion is there in the house but it's a 2019 religion or a 2015 religion 2019 yes but you know what i mean it's it's not it's not a it's not a minister's home that's the difference sure it's not a minister's home you're right however their faith is on the show like, right. It's unapologetically this family. I think that's the best way to put it. It's it might not like you and I like it, but maybe our f- somebody somebody else wouldn't like it. It's not their cup of tea. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I see, and- I don't know though. I mean cuz as I know what you're saying about it, like it is they are unapologetically themselves and they are unapologetically Catholic and they have their beliefs and whatever. It has all of that. Absolutely. But it's also not in that way where the show is all about that. I think where Seven Heaven falters or faltered or whatever is like the show was about that. It was about the religious aspect of not having sex before marriage, not drinking, not doing drugs, all that stuff. The difference was, like you said, they're trying to push it. Yes. While Jane the Virgin was, it's just like, I'm already, this is my life. This is it. I'm going right. to add things to it. Right. But this is part of my life. Right. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. In 2015, television was doing, is doing that. Yeah. In 2019, television knows how to tell a story that's not contrived. It exactly. feels organic. It's, it's, um, it's captivating in that yeah. way. To, 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 1997 television. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It's a different time, you know? Damn. Isn't that crazy yeah. to say that about TV? It is crazy. I mean, and it's only been 20 years or 10 years or yeah. no, 90 to 70, 20 years since the show started, Jesus. which is a long time, but it's yeah. also not that long, like in the scheme of things, you know yeah. what I mean? For there to have been such a cultural shift in just 20 years and cultural in the TV landscape, not even culturally, yeah. culturally, you know what I mean? Like that's, it you know it's it's interesting i don't know which brings us to something that i found very fun and interesting so on may 8th mm-hmm. 2006 okay. so as of this recording exactly 13 years ago oh um it was the season 10 finale which Shit. at the time yeah. was the series finale yeah so the new york times ran an article <laughs> which Listen, it. I don't know that it necessarily holds up because, t- like, two weeks later they were wrong about how this is the end or whatever. Yeah. But the sentiments, I think, are still um, quite valuable, if you will. <laughs> I'm curious now. So the title of it is, In Seventh Heaven, They're Still Allergic to Love Potion Number 9. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
During its decade-long effort to penetrate the adolescent consciousness, Seventh Heaven, WB's highest-rated series, has featured message narratives about the evils of smoking and teenage pregnancy. Guest appearances by Phyllis Diller, Wayne Newton, and Bo Derek, references to Iraq, to poverty, and to genocide in Sudan, an all-musical episode, a performance by the Olympic skater Tara Lipinski playing a prostitute, and a story about a mentally handicapped boy who wants to run off with a troop of ti- of itinerant puppeteers. Oh man! <laughs> at the same time that it has remained the most uh, sorry, at the same time that it has remained the most atavistically loopy show in the history of modern television, Seventh Heaven, which ends its run tonight, which it didn't, demonstrated a strange prescience about shifting agendas in American life. Arriving in '96 during a glory period in the Clinton presidency, two years before the Monica Lewinsky scandal the show foresaw sex hysteria as the force animating our national psyche the drama has revolved around the camdens a conservative california family headed by eric a minister of unspecified christian faith his stay-at-home wife annie and their five children outside the doors of their sprawling colonial house terrible things befall young people whose appetites are indulged long before their wedding cakes are purchased sex before marriage typically results in pregnancy pregnancy experienced with a cad who cannot bother to return phone calls or perhaps with a drug addict who may not be able to to read rates of teenage pregnancy began a decline in the 90s but not apparently in the affluent fictional community of glen oak my god by the show's moral logic there is really nothing worse than premarital sex certainly not manslaughter this revelation came when one of the camden boys accidentally ran over and killed someone with his car that incident was quickly dispensed with but then came the shocking consequence the boy's desire to then become physically intimate with his girlfriend The boy, Simon, appeared in the show's pilot as an eight or nine-year-old pining for a dog. The dog he got, as it turned out, was about to give birth to a litter of puppies. That the dog, presumably unmarried, is named Happy and not crushed, devastated, or destined for a life of squandered opportunity seems, in retrospect, a disingenuous fluke. (laughs) Shit, that's so good. (laughs) But so much about Seventh Heaven has been disingenuous. As distasteful as the series might seem to liberal sensibilities, it is arguably more offensive still to conservative ones because of the sleaziness sleaziness with which it puts across the Christian values to which it half-heartedly aspires. A product of spelling television, Seventh Heaven lives midway between the world of public service announcements and the goofily sexualized territory of that company's earlier series, Melrose Place. Oh, shit (laughs) which you have brought up so many times yes it revels in the illicit behavior it condemns and takes pleasure in its own creepy innuendos one of the flashbacks in tonight's finale takes us back to matt and mary camden as teenage brother and sister in their driveway with mary asking matt to teach her how to kiss a boy because she really doesn't know how and she just can't find another boy to practice with who is tall enough The unsettling incest vibe did not start or stop there. Shopping for baby clothes with his other sister, Lucy, in another episode, Matt is mistaken, haha, for her husband over uh, and over. Yeah. When it- Lucy's actual husband, Kevin, arrives because he has because she has gone into labor, Matt and Kevin fight over which one of them has greater claim to delivering the baby in a stalled elevator. Here I'm thinking who has claim to like Lucy's vagina. <laughs> 
Well, essentially that. That too. Anyways, go on. Seventh Heaven is the kind of show in which a baby born in a department store elevator will emerge moments later with no bloody signs of the ravages of birth, looking fresh as an Easter bunny in a pink hat and union suit. You forgot the two teddy bears. (laughs) She will also appear to be at least eight months old. (laughs) We literally made that same observation. I love it. Flat tummy and everything, bro. That's right. Implausible scenarios have served as one of the show's few forces of consistency. Though Jessica Beale, who plays Mary, left the show a number of seasons ago, she continues to maintain her character status. Her absences from family holidays and crises excused because she is busy, wayward, or in New York. Mary has always been treated as a bad seed, her failings regarded as the equivalent of running off to take over the Afghan heroin trade. She has thought about divorce, like so many characters on the show, she married before she was finished with college. Mary appears for a few minutes tonight, phoning in greetings from somewhere else and saying how sorry she is to have to miss her brother Simon's wedding. It seems as though neither Mary nor Matt has talked to the parents in a very long time. They both have had about a year's worth of news. We are meant to believe that the Camdens are a close-knit group who does not express their closeness with the aid of air travel, phone conversations, email, letters, or any other form of communication in the modern world. That seems a value to which no family ascribes. <laughs> and now it all makes sense why Annie went to New York for so many weeks and because why she's she needed missing. to be there because otherwise she's never going to talk to Mary again. They read this review and they said, okay, we got to fix one thing here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's this- an... That article really like nailed it. I feel like <laughs> I think we should get it framed for the both of us, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so clutch. Like so many of the observations that you and I have yeah. made over the last three years, like clearly we weren't alone. Yeah, you know. I mean, we should contact him and be like, "Excuse me." <laughs> I know it's crazy. I love it. I love so much about this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so good. The greatest. So one of the things that we wanted to do, because this is our last hurrah, is, um, you know, over the course of three years, clearly, like, some funny shit has happened. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then. On, like, on mic, which hasn't made it on the air, but has certainly, like, made us laugh. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to share that stuff with you guys. <laughs> um, I think I'll just, like, play them like one at a time as Ooh. opposed to like in a continuous stream okay so this is from an episode in which we had to cut unexpectedly because i had to like blow my nose not to be gross <laughs> but it was necessary so i had to like put the mic down and run and get a tissue and i left the table and tea just well we'll see sorry la 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 I can get it all out. (laughs) Don't be sorry. (laughs) Do you remember doing any of that? I remember it, but the. (laughs) I did. I did kind of. (laughs) It's so long. Oh, aside to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then, <laughs> ever the professional me. <laughs> it's the best. I'm like doing it like yeah, yeah. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. Let's start it. Oh man. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, 
And then do you remember when we were doing a mic test once before we started recording? Oh. Mic test one. Mic test two. Ah, what did I do? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was in response to because my mouse wasn't reacting to the stop button properly. Ah, what did I do? (laughs) Um, Of course, there was the time that we completely unpreparedly made this beautiful moment happen. Prove it. <laughs> yeah man that shit was hilarious was like, awesome. boom. <laughs> i wish i could remember the context for that like i don't know what we were talking about for sure we're talking about a guy like just showing like his devotion probably, and we're probably. just like prove it like probably maybe umberto with rose <gasps> that feels right maybe <laughs> mm. or like matt with shauna or something probably Some, yeah i yeah. can see all that yeah <laughs> Um, and then there's okay and then this was actually a recent one from our opening so so in season 11 again we're we're peeling back the curtain today so I don't care in season 11 as I'm sure you guys noticed we did a new kind of intro we we forewent the the spoilies we stopped doing that and instead of leading uh, launching into each episode with just yeah. welcome to we are we i was starting to include the number and title of the episode mm-hmm. before pitching it to t still so, had a hard time adjusting to it guys yeah it like and so in episode 1103 yeah because it was still like new <laughs> um it didn't quite go as planned mm. Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1103 and we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Oh, <laughs> very cold. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you toasty? I'm a little toasty. I want to take that again. You I didn't even ask right. how I am and I'm all, I'm good. Okay. Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1103 titled A Pain in the Neck. And we are your co-hosts, Lady J and T. Oh, fuck. (laughs) This is going into the (laughs) bloopers. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I like it. Uh, I wish someone could have recorded you, though. Oh, like the podcast? No, you know what I mean. Camera. Oh, physically. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was all proud of myself. <laughs> Barf Simpson. Dude. <laughs> that was that was quite fun. I, I, I remember that moment vividly. It wasn't that long, that long ago. Yeah. And I remember, like being all ready to do it again and like just but then i just went for i i, yeah. I introduced you for you like it was it was <laughs> i remember thinking like oh so i have nothing to say like <laughs> so it funny. was crazy and like yeah. seeing you like you're saying it like you're all cool so like confident yeah yeah all confident and then once you say like Fuck! <laughs> you're like oh i wasn't supposed to do it <laughs> so good oh my gosh so and then finally because like I said, we're a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Not very many outtakes in this guy. <laughs> but finally, um, we were talking about an episode. I don't remember the exact episode, but I do know that it was an episode in which there was like a reveal. But in okay. Seventh Heaven fashion, they 
it wasn't a reveal for the audience. It was a reveal for one of the characters in the story. Yeah. But like the audience already knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, I was trying to explain that yeah. on air. And I might have gone for uh, a questionable metaphor. <laughs> I also kind of, it's classic seventh heaven that like they can't even keep their cum in their like penis for this long to like, that was such a clunky way of saying that. Like, <laughs> we're not going to cut that out and start over. <laughs> it's, I, I don't, I don't know what I was going for. I think I was thinking of like edging or something or some for version sure, of that. But like my mind went, wait, where do we go? <laughs> Like, listen, leave it to old Lady J to just take it there unexpectedly for no reason, because that's always where my head is at. But, like, that was just particularly egregious to where I couldn't keep it. I was like, this is just stupid. Like, I need to find a better way to explain what I'm trying to say, because that's not it. So good. Oh, good times, good times. We've had some really great time. Grit times? Yeah. Some really great times. Some Over really great times. Over the years? <laughs> Bad. Oh, my gosh. Um, we really have. Now, see, if that if we were going on, that would have been a blooper I would have saved. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad, so sad it's in here. Mm, there you go. Mm. So, yeah, no, we really have. I mean, th- if this has, this, rec- our doing our recordings has been nothing but, like, fun. Yeah. Even when we've had to, like, do, like, three episodes in a night. Yeah. Plus a movie for the Patreon or whatever. Exactly. Like, even when we're, like, exhausted and it's awful, and we're killing ourselves doing it, it's still been fun. Yeah, like it's, it's true. It's It hasn't been begrudging. It's just yeah. like, it's hard and it's tiring, yeah. but we do it. Yeah, and life is real. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, but I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like even in those days or those times, like it's it's been like weirdly satisfying. Yeah. Like it feels like an accomplishment, you know, true. to get that done and like get it all in because we got to, you know. I. You and I both experience this when once we finish watching season 11, episode 22, the mm. moment you finish it, the moment you close that notebook or you close mm-hmm. that screen, whatever, you and I both just went <sighs> on our own. Yep. And we actually had the same experience. Yep. We it, really it, did. You just felt like something ended, not in a bad way, but it's like truly you felt like, all right. For me, I think the best way I can describe it is it simultaneously felt like a weight had been lifted and also like this like extremely heavy moment. (laughs) Like, yeah, like it felt heavy in that way of like, oh, wow, like this is significant. Like it's over. Like I'm never going to watch another episode of seventh heaven again. All of that hit me because I I was like, okay, so I, I, all of those, I'm not going to watch seventh heaven. You're thinking about how many hours or whatever you put into it mm-hmm. like all of this just went into like that closing culmination it yeah. yeah yeah it was it was like like i don't even know that i mean that's the best way i can describe it it was like breath like deep breath and also like holy shit yeah <laughs> you know and whatever it leads to is whatever it leads to but like it, yeah. was, it was so much fun fucking a the show's ridiculous it is it really is i don't know how it lasted it's it is ridiculous i mean the fact that it was the highest rated show on yeah. the network at in at the end of season 10 like is just 
mind-boggling i mean it's because they love simon right what else is there (sighs) i suppose so but arguably season 10 was just as much of a turd as season 11 i mean i mean the entire is all about simon and rose the entire time is spent will they or won't they with him and rose and it's like that's not compelling five beats of that and i'm bored you know what i mean like let alone 20 episodes of it true and so, it was a lot of episodes of her just being f- annoying and frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, I don't know, one talk that Annie and her have. Mm-hmm. I might even love her, but I know that she's not going to end up with Simon. What now? So dumb. So dumb. And they, and that Oreo. <laughs> oh, God. All the Oreos. How can we forget the Oreo product placement? Do you not have Oreos right now? What's wrong with you? Oh, you want some? No. <laughs> I do. I do have Oreos. <laughs> I, I still have the leftover Oreos from our last recap. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's a lot of Oreos. It is a lot of Oreos. At least I'm not eating them. Hey. <laughs> well, no. I mean, the amount that they advertise and they had to eat and the screenshot but that you'd you see think, of their teeth. I was going to say, you think they ate them, but I'm like, of course they ate them. It was ASMR City, them yeah. eating those things and talking and ugh. And Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I know that annoys you guys because it annoys me. <laughs> well, speaking of like sound bites, right? Ooh. We've, we obviously have a bunch from the time. I from, mean, from the time? <laughs> the show has some pretty good sound bites, let's be real. Yeah. It, they, it does. Um, so here's a couple that are really like, you know, imp- like we remember them. Okay. Oh, Robbie, old boy. Wait up. <laughs> hey, Robbie, old boy. <laughs> Would you look at this? <laughs> that was Eric, right? Talking about the twins or Ruthie or something. What was you this? this? Yeah, what was this one from? Oh, or, oh well. Look at these arms. <laughs> Is that Ruthie? Yeah. Oh, that's baby Ruthie. Oh, she's totally freaking cute. Or, um. I did it. I'm a graduate. <laughs> When Lucy graduated from college in her backyard. Oh, yeah. She was carried. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a graduate. Uh, or a little nauseous. <laughs> also Hello. a Lucy classic. Yeah. Like the environment. Hello. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, but not more important than you, man. <laughs> Matt talking to I think he's talking to like Robbie or, or Simon, Simon or something I think isn't it about his wedding like he's trying to pick his best man or something probably and so he picks somebody other than Simon doesn't he pick Robbie I think so the boy left yeah yeah wow <laughs> it's lots of fun things over the years you know well you know, nothing beats when Eric uh, starts to pull on some uh, Scottish accent. Oh, yeah. Dude, when that shit happened. That was really funny. And then, of course, he ended up wearing a kilt in, you know. That that was the, oh, no, that, that was the one before the heaven episode. Yeah. He ended up in heaven in a kilt. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, that might have been one of my higher rated episodes, the one before the Heaven episode. Oh, when right? he's giving everybody In, like tough love? Yeah. I think yeah. I really enjoyed that one. You know what? Let's get into that, shall we? Mm. So, one of our best friends, <laughs> best <laughs> friends, because he's a best friend now, because he did this yeah. for us. Um, one of our listeners, Ben, who is a god among men, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That's just a fact. Um, he took the time. 
to put all of our ratings in a spreadsheet yep. for us. What a nice all guy. All the ratings over the last three years. So I'm going to pull that up right now because I want to I talk about some of them because it's pretty funny. Oh, no. God. I'm just actually <laughs> kind of curious. Like, how bad or... So, okay. So do you want to talk overall or do you want to go season by season? Mm. Let's go season by season. Yeah. Okay. So in season one... Uh-huh. Our, and mind you, this is back when we were doing the one to ten yeah. scale, right? So over the course of the years, it'll change. But so season one, I averaged a six point two. Oh shit! And you averaged a five point three. Okay. For a total of five point seven. Okay. Across the board. Now my highest rated episode was a nine on episode one sixteen. Hmm. And your highest rated episode, do you want to guess what it was? No. <laughs> it was an eight. Well, you had two eights. Okay. One for 103 and one for 105. Oh, interesting. And those that's as high as you went on season one. Wow. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. In the beginning. Yes. I gave it I gave one episode a nine. You gave two episodes an eight. Okay. Season two. Uh-huh. We I averaged a six point seven. You averaged a consistent 5.3. Jesus, I really hated the show. (laughs) Actually, you're going to laugh. So 5.3 and then total average of six. I gave a 10 to episode uh, 211. Okay. And you gave a nine to episode 209. Hmm. That was your highest rated one. I should write this shit down and I'm curious, like, why did I give it such a high rating? Well, you have, you have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, season three, uh-huh. my average was six point one. Your average was five point three. <laughs> <laughs> it's consistent, guys. <laughs> At least you know you're rating against yourself pretty consistently. Yeah, right? like, that's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, as was I, apparently, ish. Um, <laughs> So once again, I gave episode 314 a 10. Okay. And you gave, let's see which episode was your highest. You gave an eight to that same episode. That was your highest as well. And if I'm not mistaken, 314 is the episode that the twins are born. Mm. And it's, it's it's all about like the ode to women. Yeah. Where Lucy breaks up with Jordan. Yeah. And it's Valentine's Day and it's a whole thing. All makes sense. Yeah. I do remember really liking that episode. Okay. So I think that's the one. Um, season four, my average dips. My I go down to a 5.8. Damn. Which only means that yours dips as well to a 5. <laughs> For the total average being 5.3. Uh, across the board, so in so episode three, you didn't rate it. Sorry. <laughs> Probably because I went first and then we just completely forgot about your rating, which has happened before. Um, that episode, I happened to give a 9.5, which is my highest rating of the season. Wow. And for season four, your highest rating was you gave two episodes a seven, 12 and 15. Two episodes a seven? Seven was as high as you went in season four. Wow. And now if we remember, season four was right around when Mary it started doing, being wonky and mm. terrible things were happening. So I'm not shocked that we didn't like that episode very much. Um, 
season five, I averaged a 5.6. You averaged a 4.9 for a total (laughs) average of 5.2. I gave 506 a 10. And you gave... 514 an 8 and that's as high as you went in that season I'm an asshole no you're not you were just way more critical than I ever was okay so season 6 is when things get crazy because 8 episodes into the season we changed the rating scale oh yeah we did thumb up thumb down huh okay which we should have been better about that we should have at least done it for a full season or something but we just decided to randomly in the middle of season 6 so in the first half of season six, poor guy, he was like, what do I do now? <laughs> I averaged a 5.9 and you averaged a 5.5 for a total of 5.7 mm-hmm. in the first half. My highest rated episode was an eight on episode one of uh, 607. And your highest was you had you gave a bunch of episodes of seven, um, 601, 602 and 607 um, were your sevens. Mm, now. When we started going to the thumb rating, the thumbs up, thumbs down rating, uh, I averaged a 4.3, uh-huh. and which we should clarify. So for those, Ben's Ben's rating is essentially zero for two thumbs down, one for thumb up, thumb down, and ah. a two for two thumbs up. So that's okay. how that works. So I averaged a 4.3 on that one. You averaged a 2.9 on that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, we both gave two thumbs up to six thirteen, okay. which, if I'm not mistaken, is the two hundredth episode. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, hmm. that doesn't make sense, though, does it? Maybe it does. I think it actually does make sense. I okay. Think that no, yeah, it is the two. It is that. That's okay. the two hundredth episode. So I'm not surprised we both gave it a two thumbs up. Okay. Um, we also gave two thumbs ups to six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else is just lots of two thumbs downs or yeah. one thumb ups or whatever. Okay. Season seven, we, I averaged a 5.2. You averaged a 3.4. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. You didn't. Oh, no. Yes, you did. You gave two thumbs ups on everything from 18 to 22. Mm. As did I. We yeah. I guess we really liked season seven. <laughs> Why though? I don't know. I don't remember that season. It's all a blur, man. <laughs> I it know. all it all just blends together. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you what happens in that season. We'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh season eight, I averaged a four point one. So I dipped there. You averaged another three point four. You really are very consistent. I can I appreciate appreciate that about you. Interesting. Um season eight, episode five, neither of us rated it. I guess we just forgot. Um we both gave two thumbs ups to eight oh four and eight ten and seventeen and eighteen and and then I gave two thumbs up to eight twenty. Uh, you only gave it one thumb up on that okay. one. And then on season nine, there was a couple of episodes in there that we technically didn't rate, but Ben's but Ben went ahead and assumed it was two thumbs down from our conversation. Uh, so that's fair. Nice guy. So on this one, I averaged a 4.5. You averaged a 3.9. Um I we both gave two thumbs ups to nine oh one and nine oh two. Okay. Which was that two parter, I think, coming off of um Simon hitting that kid, right? Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. Um and then I gave two thumbs ups to eleven, 
and 12. You gave one to 12 as well, or two to 12 as well. Mm -hmm. And we both really liked the last two episodes of season nine as well. Interesting. Okay. Which again, don't remember. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do though. Those were the ones that that's when we first met Rose. At the end of season nine. Okay. It was like Simon was going all crazy and doing all kinds of shit. Yeah, who's this bitch? Mm -hmm. Uh Season 10. Ooh. I averaged a 6.6. I apparently loved season 10. And you averaged an up a 5.9. So you liked it too. Interesting. Um, we, we did a lot of two thumbs ups on this one. It's hard to even tell. But we were also like ma- evenly matched on a yeah. lot of them. There weren't, there aren't very many where I did something different than you did. Hmm. With a couple of exceptions. There's one where I gave two thumbs up and you gave two thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> 10.09. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then finally, season 11, back to our old tricks. I averaged a 4.9. You averaged a 3.3. <laughs> uh, I gave some two thumbs up. We both gave some two thumbs ups early in the season. And I gave, and then right in the middle of the season at 11-11, um, which I believe was the Christmas Heaven episode. Yeah. And then um, I gave two thumbs ups at the end and you gave no thumbs at <laughs> the end and of course the last episode everybody knows at this point yeah. we didn't rate that one yeah no thumbs given no thumbs so and overall our highest rated season shocking no one is in fact season 10 um and season two is a close second interesting at, so season 10 was 6.6 season two is a six um, everything else after that is like in the fives, fours. Um, our lowest rated season yeah. is eight at a 3.8. Interesting. And uh, then 11 and then nine. And then the rest is, you know, pretty okay or whatever. Or right in the middle there. <laughs> Interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ben, for doing that for us. It's a lot of... It's a lot of work. I mean, he had to like listen and do it and track it and all that business. And we're grateful. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. Um, Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) And since we're on this thank you train, Mm. I thought it would be fun to look at, you know, because we get the stats on like our listeners and where they are in the world and all that stuff. And I think it's really interesting like to see like where our listeners are like are coming from you know or the or the listens where they're coming from obviously the united states is the most yeah um followed by canada Canada. and australia and sweden and spain and the united kingdom but then we've also got france denmark south korea japan italy Mexico, the Netherlands, Norway, India, Russia, Germany, New Zealand, Kenya, Ireland, the Philippines, South Africa, Belgium, Brazil, United Arab Emirates, Argentina, Czech Republic, Lithuania, Qatar. Hold on, I lost it. (laughs) You like us. You really like us. You really like us. Qatar, Thailand, Vietnam, Austria, Switzerland. Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, Sudan. Wow. Bulgaria, China, Costa Rica, a country called Guernsey, which I've never heard of. So shout out to the one person in Guernsey who listened to us. Guatemala, Hungary, Jersey, St. Lucia, Latvia, Peru, Portugal, Paraguay, Saudi Arabia, Slovakia, Suriname, Tanzania, and the Ukraine. Wow. (laughs) 
Thank you. Seriously, though. Really? Hello, (laughs) world, and thank you. What the hell? It's really shocking. Like, to be faced with that statistic of, like, there's people in Qatar listening to this. Like, thank you. (laughs) Seventh heaven? God bless you, honestly. How did you even find it? Why did you even like the show? (laughs) I don't know, man. Well, no, I'm not going to say that. Bullshit. I've, I've been here. It's fine. I'm watching it, but, like... This is interesting. Yeah. It's really, it's also like deeply humbling. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like we have a truly global audience, you know, like it's, it's awesome. It's truly awesome. Thank you. Thank you all. Um, And of course, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank some of the key players in all of this over mm. the years. Um Candy Girl, we want to thank you for sending, for taking the pictures of all those DVDs yeah. and sending us like the synopsises from the DVDs with the titles and all that stuff. That stuff really came in handy sometimes when IMDb was all over the place and yeah. Amazon was all over the place. We could always look at those DVDs to know exactly what we were dealing with on any given episode. So huge thank you for that. To Bruce and Cheryl and Tennessee, thank you for just for being there. You yeah. Know, you guys are our most vocal um, listeners and we're so appreciative yeah. of everything that you guys have said and reaching out to us and all that. It's, it's, it's been truly a pleasure. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do want to read an email from Tennessee. Oh, um, he wrote to us and he said, uh, I think you two did it. <laughs> uh, the best way to explain this season is you, Eric and Lucy is, is Eric and Lucy's storyline. Then there's everything else, AKA the fake drama. Mm-hmm. If it felt like they threw anything on the wall to see if it would stick, I understand that they got caught off guard with the extra episodes order at the last minute, but how long has Brenda and the crew been in the television game? And is that what you come up with? My God, I enjoyed Eric's storyline on whether he'll live or die and its effect on all the around him everyone confessing their faith and worries about eric's health was compelling then there's lucy dealing with the loss of her twins and figuring out the next move in her life now for the other stuff i'm semi meh about the replacements because their presence wasn't really needed like but i like t-bone they made me feel for him i really hated what they did to ruthie and martin they changed their characters and it was all for nothing it frustrated me to no end how they made her so selfish and uppity because she is my favorite camden this should have been the season of her getting ready to be an adult and figuring out what she wanted to do with her life could have been a good time to bring back the idea of her being a shrink that was hinted at in 902. She's not that into religion like Lucy, but she has this need to help people. When you have people for a certain amount of time, it's best to maximize them all you can, and this was not the case. My poor shipping heart and yours. I feel like I was punched in the gut on how Ruthie and Martin ended. I have no problems with Ruthie and T-Bone, but it was teased since Martin came to the show dropping breadcrumb after breadcrumb and for it to end like this, I felt sick. In a perfect world, this would have been good drama for this season and they would have been endgame. Someone someone made a Tumblr for them, by the way, and he sent us the link if we want to check it out. Nice. I haven't looked at it yet. We'll look at it off mic. Um... A big thank you for making my Mondays and Thursdays when I'm at work or home even better. Now for the million dollar question. How did you rate Avengers Endgame? (laughs) Nice. Now you haven't seen it yet. No, but how do you rate it? Um, I'm, 
I'll caveat it by saying I enjoyed it as much as I enjoy all the MCU movies, which is to say I go in, I enjoy the two and a half hours I'm there watching it. And then when it's over, I'm fine. Like I don't, (laughs) it doesn't stay with me. It didn't change my life. Like it's just, it's just a good movie and it was fine. And did I cry? Yes. If everybody wants to know, I definitely cried. Hmm. Um, we also got an email from Bruce. I want to read. Um, attitudes were so. Oh, so he was. (laughs) Okay, so he was talking about when we were talking about um the kids, the twins being alone for the first time ever in their lives at age seven, and Bruce was just relating to us how he remembers being a youngster in New York and just like running around with his friends and stuff, taking the subway from Brooklyn to New York to Flushing Queens, which entailed switching from one train to a second one to go Uh together with just one of my friends, and then they went to the World's Fair back then which was like obviously a huge deal and they were all of 13 back then in the 60s and that wasn't the only time i remember traveling around the big city back then either yeah uh hang around long enough and there's so many types of changes we see absolutely bruce um and then finally i do want to read um a last email from our good friend cheryl uh she you know, she had some problems with the finale, oh. <laughs> most of which we already shared and yeah. we don't need to rehash, but I'll, I'll, I'll read this for closing sentiment. I don't know what they were going for here exactly, but whatever it was, I don't think they achieved it. All I can think is that we just finished watching 11 seasons of backstory leading up to Eric heading up some kind of traveling cult. And damn it, I actually might want to see that traveling cult show, but I get the feeling that the writers didn't know that they were writing it. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we can't thank you enough for your years of support, for being a voice in the in what can sometimes feel like a vacuum when you're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, because we sit here, we record it, we put it out into the universe. We don't know who's listening. We don't know if it's if anyone's downloading it or if they care. Clearly people are downloading it yeah. all over the world. But it's nice to hear from people and know that they're listening and that it matters in some small way. <laughs> yeah, it's, kind so, of, it's pretty cool. Very cool. So Bruce, Tennessee and Cheryl, we thank you. Um, we, I also do want to give a shout out to um, the rest, the, the, the other patrons we have on Patreon, Elizabeth and Anna, and of course our good friend, Otic. Mm. Um, he, he was our stalwart. <laughs> he was our faithful season recap companion for 10 seasons, three years nearly. Yeah. Maybe like two and a half for him, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, we couldn't, have, we couldn't have done it without him. That was really born out of um, when we started this podcast. He was one of our earliest, like, vocal supporters of it. Yeah, as true. being one of our friends, obviously. Yeah. And... I I felt it was important to have an additional voice represented Mm -hmm. for the show and on, and on, and on our show. Yeah. So that's that, that's how the idea of the recaps was born in the first place, just so, so that there would be a platform to have somebody on that wasn't us to talk about the show with, you know what I mean? Um, And I feel like he was a great addition to it every season. Yeah, we couldn't have done it without him. So thank you, Otic. Um, also, thank you to Anna and to Michael 
for helping get this thing started. Yeah. You know, when we, when I decided to do a podcast before I even talked to T about it, um, it was like, okay, how does one begin a podcast? Like how does yeah. one do that? And Googling and asking and, um, picking the brains of those that are more knowledgeable and way more advanced in technology and things like that than I am. Um, We couldn't have done this if it wasn't for the help of Anna making our logo for us. Yeah. Or Michael for doing all the Photoshop jobs he did for us. Fucking (laughs) epic. If you're, if you want to know we, our header photo on Facebook and it's, I mean, it's also on our Instagram. It's like way down at the bottom of the feed now, but, um, our header photo is is us photoshopped in with the family. Mm-hmm. We're in there. That's all Michael. And then he also photoshopped us into a picture with the girls, right? With Jessica <laughs> Beale, Beverly Mitchell, and Mackenzie Rosman. And ascending in the back as if we're all part of yep. the gang. Yep. The gang's all here. Yeah. Um, so we really couldn't have done that with my, without Michael and Anna. So thank you both so thank much. You, thank you. For just for your support and for doing that for us and with like no questions asked like we had this crazy idea to do that and they were like sure amen you helped us color all that shit in (laughs) thank you that's right and that was also a really fun experience just doing that photo shoot and like like standing there like not knowing what it's gonna be yeah like he's snapping photos and you don't know what's happening you're like wait and he's like i'm just (laughs) testing it just stay there okay cool <laughs> it, 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 you feel like a model. Like, yeah, very you feel like you're on a set. You know? Okay, like, now raise your hands. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Um, and then, of course, we can't. We'd be remiss if we didn't also shout out um, our two guests that we had on oh, the show yeah. back in our early days. Um, on episode 111, of course, we had the lovely S, yeah, special guest with us. Um, that was, that was right at the cusp too. like, right after that episode is when we got better mics and it sounded yeah. much better. <laughs> so, and at we, that point we were still calling Simon our spirit animal at that point. Right. Like that's when it was really that's born. Right. I mean, this was episode, episode 11 ever, like of season yeah. one, like it was fresh and new. And I feel like we were still kind of like jibing on it you know what I mean For like, sure. it was like fun and interesting and different in that way that a social experiment is yeah. you know before it becomes old hat um, and then of course our guest Lucine on the yeah. on the finale episode of season one oh. on 122 yeah. which I actually think we did 121 and 122 combined mm-hmm. so she, that was the one that she was a guest on and um, that was really fun because that was like a momentous occasion. It's like we finished a season, you know? We finished a season. Yeah, and we had a guest on, which was really fun. And so S and Lucina, thank you both for coming on the show, for putting your faith in this little engine that could back when we didn't know what we were doing or if we'd keep doing it. Seriously. (laughs) Cut two, three years later. It's been... (laughs) <laughs> it's been <laughs> one day something like that okay i'm done <laughs> uh i don't know i don't i mean i don't want to like beat a dead horse you know dude it, it was weird. good times i was shooting the shit with my friend and we had some awesome friends and family members that were willing to help us out that's right so we're just a lucky bunch of ladies <laughs> we really are couple of lucky ladies yeah so we know when we got it good and we got it good so i guess before we like 
go go (laughs) go go before we go into that good night i don't know do you have any like parting thoughts about the show that you want to say (laughs) this show would have been fun if it wasn't mm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) this show would have been it could have been like a parenthood if it wasn't brenda hampton Mm. because if you think about it the kind of family that they are they take in for lack of a better word, strays. Mm-hmm. They're good foster parents. They really are. This could have been a fun show for that. Like they could have. Yeah, it could family have been the revolving door of foster kids. Do you know what I mean? Like it can yeah. be. It could have been so many things. Um, whatever, though. It's not. <laughs> it's Seventh Heaven. It's cheesy. I'll, uh, I hope I never have to watch it again. Yeah. You know, but now if I watch it, I think it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that one time just to laugh. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I think that's how it's going to work out now. Yeah. Like, you know, Bernie the attorney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, Bernie. Bernie the attorney. <laughs> Best. <laughs> uh, I think I think you said it perfectly. I don't know what the show is or isn't. I don't know that it's necessarily this like historical thing that needs to be remembered for the rest of time or anything like that if it does that that's gonna be pretty awesome in the sense of (laughs) why (laughs) well because see that's the thing is like because it lasted for so long for better or for worse it was a cultural phenomenon you know what i mean like even if you never watched a single episode of that show you knew it existed yeah yeah definitely so i think in that way like i think it's pretty cool that we've put our stamp on the history of it in some small way you know like we threw our hat in the ring with this cultural phenomenon from 20 years ago and for better for worse like just like the show is whatever like we're here too you know what i mean exactly exactly (laughs) which that's pretty cool in in the big picture i suppose you know so i i I think that's gonna do it for us (laughs) i do want to say before we part um what, what am i singing a song <laughs> before we part. part so long farewell okay <laughs> i do want to say because this is my last chance um don't forget to subscribe to our no, patreon right. yeah <laughs> uh that patreon is gonna go on that's that's not ending for the foreseeable future patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod um there's tons of content up there already yep that you can um sign up now and get and then you get two bonus episodes a month going forward um of commentary like live commentary as we watch the movie on movies that t has seen that i have not with one exception Oh, yes. For my birthday this year, we did Frozen because barf. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. I needed a soapbox with which to express my rage for that movie. So <laughs> it's up there for you all. Um, additionally, because you, people on this feed won't be hearing my voice anymore. If you do want to keep hearing my voice, if you're so inclined, I do have another podcast all about the show Shit's Creek, which if you're not watching it, get on it because it's great. You all want to be shitheads, let me tell you. <laughs> you do. You really want to be a shithead. If not for the, our podcast, for the show anyway. Yeah. Um, but that show is called Up Shit's Creek, the podcast. 
Uh, it's available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available on whatever platform you're listening to this right now. Yeah. So you can find that. That's Up Shits Creek, the podcast. We've got the social meds, all that stuff. But take a listen to that. Uh, and if you like the, if you like Shits Creek, then I think you'll like the podcast as well. So anything that you want to plug before we go? You Maybe good? I'll catch you on another side. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'll catch you guys somewhere. Maybe one day. I don't know. Anything's <laughs> possible. I love it. Well, not until next time. I know. <laughs> until never for now. For the for the last time. Bye. <laughs>